Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Sass, brass, and now NAS. Meter is here with networking as a service. That's NAS. To bring fast, secure, reliable internet, networking, and Wi-Fi to your warehouse. With just one monthly rate and no upfront costs, Meter allows you to focus on getting connected and getting moving. No installation or hardware cost and just one monthly fee allows IT teams to do more with less. And most importantly, warehouses save time on network troubleshooting, avoid expensive downtime, and get an overall happier IT team. Meter is already powering connectivity for companies with millions of square feet, including Stored, GoBolt, Eho, Trove, and more. Why not add your name to that list? Go to meter.com slash the new warehouse to get your first month free. That's meter.com slash the new warehouse for your first month free. Today's warehouse needs to keep inventory moving smoothly and quickly. Meet these challenges with on-demand warehouse labeling from Brother Mobile Solutions. Our mobile and industrial printers will help optimize your operations to achieve the speed, reliability, and durability your warehouse needs. With easy integration for existing warehouse technology, convenient portability, and upfront affordability, Brother Mobile Solutions is at your side when it comes to warehouse labeling. Try one for free today by visiting brothermobilesolutions.com slash newwarehouse or click the link in the show notes. That's brothermobilesolutions.com slash new warehouse to try one for free today. The New Warehouse Podcast hosted by Kevin Lawton is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. And on today's episode, I am going to be joined by Nick Rakowski. He is the founder at Datadocs, and Datadocs is focused on doc scheduling and helping to optimize and gain efficiencies at the doc within your facility and, and helping to kind of organize that. And we're going to dive a little bit into kind of the Nick's background and, and how did he come to, to found this, this data data docs and what problem did he see out there? And then we're going to talk a little bit about how the platform works and, and really what kind of efficiency gains can you can you see at your your dock, kind of that entryway into your, your warehouse, if you will, and, and what really can you improve upon there. So Nick, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to dive into this a little bit more. Definitely, definitely happy to have you on. Definitely happy to learn more about this, especially as, you know, when we talk about the the flow through the warehouse, you know, everything kind of starts at the, the dock door, right? So we'll dive a little bit into that more. But I'm curious to hear your your background, your founder, right? So I'm always curious to hear kind of the 
the founding story of, you know, how did you end up kind of in the logistics space and, and ultimately, you know, founding this company, Datadocs? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's it's a funny story. Like they all started. It's, it started with pain points that I was facing. So I started off running a bunch of warehouses and there's, you know, your day-to-day operations, you kind of get these pains and you're like, oh, I just wish there was something a little bit easier to help me through this. Mm. So the last place I, when I was in operations, we had about <clears throat> five or six locations, you know, hundreds of employees. And really at the end of the day, the main pain points I was facing was accountability and communication. Mm. That's, that's what it was at the end of the day. And there was just so many moving parts, like everyone knows that. You know, there's procurement, sales, operations, customers, carriers. Everyone needs to know what's going on. And that's kind of where these pain points started happening. Really, at the end of the day, I was getting phone calls from my team, middle of the night type of thing saying, hey, this truck showed up. Mm. What do we do with it? And you're like, (laughs) tell me about this truck. Like, can you see what's on it? Like, is there certain materials? And you're like, at this point, you know, your your, uh, coordinators or that maybe it's supervisors, salespeople are sleeping or doing something else at that point and you can't get a hold of them. And it's like, all right, so do we just unload it? Do we get the driver to sleep there overnight? Yeah. And that was like the first, like, Oh, whenever I got those phone calls, I just wish (laughs) that I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. So from there, it kind of was, all right, so we got this pain point and we need to get more people involved and, and give that visibility. And then the last part of it was, there's so much like isolation of knowledge. So the coordinators would know, hey, these trucks are coming in or going out. They know all the specifics of like, hey, we should probably be able to get this in this small time frame. But if they quit or they leave, they go on vacation, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that knowledge is gone. Right. And uh, or if a supervisor just needs to know what's going on, it's not there. Yeah. So those were kind of like the main pain points that I was facing and I want to kind of to hammer home and get rid of. Mm. So that's where the platform started. And it started, to tell you the truth, it started with me with just this idea. And I'm like, all right, let's start coding this out and seeing what we can get to. And so that journey there is a whole, you know, whole story itself of going from the operations side mm-hmm. and knowing what's going on to actually developing this platform. And that was 10 years ago. So it's grown exponentially from there. And we've actually rewritten the software, big team now kind of taking on this problem, Mm. but we haven't got rid of that one focus, which is how do we make the docs a better place, more visibility and the yard with more visibility. Yeah, definitely. And I've certainly being warehouse manager myself and in my career and Certainly had those moments where a truck shows up and you're like, uh, what am I doing with this truck? Right. I mean, we had one, one case where one of the other warehouses in our, in our network, they were moving locations. And uh, so they were going to end up having excess rack. Right. And, and the plan was they were going to send us rack because we had space. We were going to utilize it. Right. And they sent the truck, but (laughs) never told us they sent the truck and, you know, it's a normal day, right? You know, yeah. as most days start in the warehouse, you're like, okay, like, you know, this one's going to be good. Seems yeah. like, oh, we got a good amount of orders, you know, not too many call outs. Things are looking good. Then somebody calls you and they're like, oh, uh, yeah, we got a driver here and uh, he's got a truckload of uh, rack. And we're like, uh, well, like, we really don't have the equipment to 
unload yeah. this. And like, I thought we were waiting until the rack installer was going to be here and they were going to unload it, you know, with their propane forklifts and all that stuff. And yeah, so it definitely <laughs> have felt Terrible. that pain, like kind of, you know, not knowing what's going on. And it was kind of a case of, uh, Oh, well, like, I guess the other guy in the other warehouse was like, oh, I'll send it and, you know, ask for forgiveness later. That, that yeah, yeah, thing, exactly. Because right? uh, <laughs> he needed to move on with what he was doing, I guess. But yeah, so I mean, it's really interesting and certainly a definite pain point, I think, especially when you look at staffing capacity and trying to manage those things and ensuring like, you know, like, like that problem I just said, like all of a sudden now I had to pull, you know, people off to try and unload this thing and, and handle it in a, in a safe way where, you know, they could have been doing their other tasks that we had planned out for the day. So it kind of set us behind definitely. So being able to, to manage those types of things is certainly a great thing. And it's great that you're trying to address those with data docs, but I, I guess tell us a little bit about the, the platform itself and and how does it work what does it really kind of do for the operation we'll be back after a quick break you hear a lot about supply chains these days because if the past couple years have taught us anything it's that an efficient well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy I'm Will Haywood and I host a podcast called all business no boundaries where we talk about supply chains how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, for sure. So the the big thing is to get rid of a lot of your phone calls and emails back and forth. That's like mm-hmm. the, the first part of it. What it is, is a platform that you can give to your customers and carriers. They can get in there and book appointments, get updates on appointments. So that's going to cut down like, Hey, can I bring in, you know, like this load next week or mm-hmm. what's the update with this truck? Um, the other one that it's going to do is kind of help with your team and give more visibility to your internal team. So sales procurement, whoever else, either than the people that are on the floor will know this load showed up. There could be damage. You can document that, take pictures, or it never showed up at all. And they don't have to kind of, you know, find the person that knows that um, Mm. in the ops team. The nice thing also is with our platform, you can put in whatever custom logic you want into our platform for booking and showing capacity. So that's how we're really unique in this industry is let's say your facility does something a little different and you need certain products, certain doctors, or you need to have, like you're saying, certain equipment to unload things, mm-hmm. uh, different durations based on loads or type of products, whatever it is, we can go in there and we can implement these custom rules into to our, our software. And it's not like changing it all together. It's been designed so we can do that. So Every little you know, tweak here and there will, will help you on that side of things. The other part is when the customer goes to book, we can validate the information. So mm-hmm. now before they actually can go in and, and create the appointment, we can have make sure it's a, a valid PO or that this is going to the right location, kind of like what you're saying. It's like yeah. make sure that this we can accept it in this time frame. You can lock it down and say, we can only accept this you know, a month from now. So it's kind of like having that coordinator 
in the software knowing where and those rules and how they apply. Uh, and then once they go in there, they can book it and get their updates. There's notifications back and forth. There's driver check-in portals with two-way communication with through the software to texting the drivers. So there's a lot of opening up communication on that side of things. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's such a, a great thing because, you know, opening up that communication and giving that visibility, I think, like you said, it reduces so many of those kind of back and forth, like, you know, I mean, I, I've seen where, you know, it's like 10 emails to like yeah. schedule a load, like just to come in. Right. And it's like, and then you got, you know, like 10 people CC'd on it, probably yeah. like eight wow. of them don't even really need to be on the email. It's a, it's a whole thing. Right. So, so being able to, to give that visibility and kind of break that down and kind of allow that communication to, to flow in a, a much better way. Um, and then of course, you know, you have the person that never checks their emails, but uh, yeah. actually like had to know about that one. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, being able to do that and, and then give the notifications and things like that, I think makes a lot of sense. Um, so uh, I'm curious, you know, from that well, actually, perspective, to go back on sure, that, sure. there's, there's a, there was a kind of interesting stat that we kind of came across. Okay. This was like a really new stat. I think we pulled it out two months ago and it was by total mistake. We we're going through and we were looking at appointments getting booked. And I kind of assumed that, you know, all of the appointments that are getting booked are, you know, near seven to five, let's say. Mm-hmm. But when we ran this, this query, it showed us that 60% of all appointments getting booked or modified are after hours. Interesting. Yeah. Which like when I, I, I was, I didn't even believe it. Like, dude, like yeah, I had yeah. to go back and be like, all right, let's like make sure our numbers are correct. Mm. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Think about that. 40% of those appointments are booked or, or when someone's, you know, in the office taking mm. those phone calls or emails. And now you're seeing that, okay, that's fine. Maybe we don't do that with a system like this, but when that coordinator or whoever's doing the, the bookings the next day, they come in, they're getting just hammered Slammed, in the morning yeah. where they don't even need to, do any of that stuff. Hmm. Interesting. And so what's the, I mean, so you're saying 60% is getting booked after hours, but yeah. I mean, what's kind of the, I guess the root cause of that? I mean, why, why is it coming after hours? It's just like time zone differences or what's, yeah. what's going time on zone's there? One of them, yeah. But also just the, the availability to do this 24 seven. So as like a carrier mm. or a customer, you might book something and then something else comes up, right? Like, yeah. Something you didn't know, maybe your carrier flaked out on you or something like that. And you need mm-hmm. to modify that, that information. It just gives you that opportunity to not wait on a human on the other side to be like, yeah, that's yeah. good. Or no, we're going to bump it to whatever. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And I think even to like, you know, if you're relying on like just a email communication or something like that. And somebody's trying to, to book, like you said, like after hours and then, you know, you can't get an answer until the next day. Well, then you're probably delayed another day on the shipment and you're just slowing down the overall kind of flow of the, the process and the, the supply chain there. So, I mean, it makes sense to be kind of have that seamless, I guess you would say flow of information and, and accessibility to, to booking those appointments. So tell us a little bit about kind of, you know, as like we were kind of mentioned there in the beginning that, you know, at the dock door, I mean, that's really where your kind of operational and your warehouse flow starts to begin. And, you know, and if something goes wrong there, you know, is potentially going to go wrong through the whole process. Right. So 
Tell us a little bit about how, you know, implementing data docs and, and putting this kind of tech in play at your doc doors kind of helps to improve your, your efficiency and just your overall throughput through the whole facility. Yeah, for sure. So I think the first part of it that is always kind of blow my mind is getting rid of first come first serve. Like mm. it's still like a lot of our new customers or people we talk to are still doing. And, and I remember the facilities when I first started running them, that was my first thing. I'm like, we're going getting rid of this yeah. we're schedule. It's, it's still the same, you know, I guess concerns, worries that I hear, you know, from you know 15 years ago, it's still today is like, mm. we're not gonna be able to handle time slots. We've never done it that way. We're going to get hit with detention to merge, you know, that sort of thing. And it's just like, but all the stress you're putting on your team, is yeah. not worth it. And I think that's where it first starts is let's spread out those loads throughout the day so that when your your team comes in at whatever time it is to start doing their, their loads, it's not overwhelming and it's not chaotic. It's not mm. crazy. It's not any of that stuff. And just by slowing it down, that's just, you know, pace. It's also increasing safety. Mm. Okay. And that's one of the, you know, the big words these days is making sure that you have a safe environment. And if everyone's not completely stressed out, that's going to help you from, from the get go on that side of things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, cause you know, I've certainly seen where it's like, like the last operation I was working at, we would get containers from the port pretty much every day. And, you know, sure enough, it was like every container wants to show up like, you know, at the same time. Right. And, and yeah. it's like, <laughs> you have like your, you feel bad cause you got your like doc lead out there or whoever. And yeah. he's trying to like, check everybody in at the same time. And then of course, you know, those guys are, you know, they're working kind of based on the, the load that they take. So like they want to get the driver wants to get in and out as fast as possible. And they're like, well, what's taking so long and everything. So yeah, I mean, it makes total sense to be able to, to kind of spread those out. And like you said, you know, not have people on top of each other. And, and the safety aspect is, is huge because you think about, when you're rushing at the dock, like yeah. things get cut, like you forget to like, chalk the wheels or you forget to put a lock on the trailer you know you forget that maybe it's not finished unloading and someone says oh you are done and then yeah. you know, someone's in the truck and they pull away and you know all kinds of bad things can happen and and then on the dock itself you know you just get cluttered and, and all those things and, and congested together and you know that just leads to potential accidents and, and injury potentially so definitely a great thing that you you touched on there in the safety aspect yeah, yeah for sure and the other thing that we've kind of seen out of all of this over the years is the, the docks and yard area is like the last thing they optimized. Mm. It's one of those things that as long as it's working, it doesn't have to be working well. If, as long as it's working, it's kind of like, yeah, it's fine. We get hit, you know, with some costs here and there for someone waiting. It's not a big deal, but it's one of those things that once it gets past that point, there's like no turning back. Mm. And uh, I think that's one of the most interesting things I've seen doing this in the last 10 years was we would do some demos with some people and uh, usually kind of like warehouse manager, ops manager, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm gonna, I, I don't know the numbers off, off my head, but around like 15 to 20% of those people end up either leaving their job or getting mm. fired Yeah, because they've kind of got to a point where it's not, and it's not just you know, the yards and docks, I'm sure there's other parts of it, but it's gotten to a, a point in, in this, this job that 
it's just too much and nothing's going smooth. And mm. we always love when we hear, you know, someone comes in and says, Hey, we're going to increase our throughput by four X next year. We need to figure out how to do that. It's not very often we get to hear that. It's more yeah. like it's, this is falling apart. This is not working. <laughs> yeah. We need to rely on your team. And that's where we kind of come in as more consultants with software. And that's how we're a little mm. different too, is we're going to advise our, our customers from what we've seen in, maybe people in their own industry. So like a 3PL or, or cold storage, whatever it is, but also we can t- take little pieces from other industries and be like, Hey, we've seen this work over here. Maybe this is something you should try to implement. And some of the efficiencies we've seen by just doing that are pretty awesome. I think the last couple of people we talked to, the average was they're getting the coordinators themselves were getting 60% of their day back just oh, by wow. using data docs, which yeah. again, mind melting on that side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. And, you know, especially now, like, you know, there's so much talk about the labor market and, and mm-hmm. trying to get people, retain people, you know, being able to to take someone you have existing and, you know, free up 60% more of their day, like to do right, other right. functions and things like that is, is huge. That's, that's really big. Yeah. So very interesting. So I, I'm curious, like, as you said, you're kind of like consulting too on like, you know, yeah. ways to improve efficiency and, and productivity and things like that. What's kind of like usually the biggest challenge you see operators having at the dock? That's a good question. Cause it's, there, there's two parts of it. It could either be the biggest challenge they think they're going to have implementing your system or what they're, they're kind of facing. It kind of depends on the size of organ organization. That's yeah. kind of, if you got like really, really big ones, there's, there's more of the communication and it's just like, no one really knows what's happening. Like a lot of times with the bigger organizations, one of our questions is like, tell me what your turnaround times are. And a lot of times they're like, well, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I can get back to you, but it's, you know, like, it's like an hour. Sure. And it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have the KPIs there to, to make yeah. the right decisions of like, are we doing a great job? Are our customers and carriers doing a good job? Like who's, are, are, are we dropping the ball on, on all ends? So I think that's where we start seeing with the bigger organizations that they have those problems of, of just the communication and, and making sure everyone knows what's going on and then kind of seeing and analyzing how they're actually performing. I think with this, the, the smaller organizations, a lot of it is just trying to free up that time and getting away from someone having this, you know, kind of manage a calendar. It's kind of like, all right, let, let the system do its thing. If we need to tweak things, let's let it do its, its thing on that side of things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really a a great point. I mean, I think it all comes down to like communication, like you're saying, like it's so much and, you know, it's difficult at times. I mean, you know, just recalling experiences as a warehouse manager, I mean, you know, you get, you have multiple shifts, you have like a, a lot of space, you know, you have maybe hundred, couple hundred employees, even, you know, even 40, 50 employees. So it's hard to like communicate everything across and, you know, somebody is out sick that day unexpectedly and they knew like, like, you know, one driver said like, oh yeah, I'm going to be back tomorrow at at this time. And they just knew that, right. Like like they didn't share that with anybody. And, um, and then, you know, it's all about that communication and like, how do you, get that information relayed and have it accessible to everybody. So, I mean, I think it's a great thing that you're putting that in a, in a platform where people can just, you know, access it when they need to, like what's going on with door 
12, right. Or something like that, you know, who's, who's coming in, what do we have lined up and, and you're able to kind of do that and, and optimize that better. So I, I'm curious is that is data docs, I mean, beyond the doc, does it, it do anything else within the operation or is it able to kind of connect into WMS or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. So the integrations are, are like the, the next step we usually have okay. kind of like the first step is it's a standalone. We're going to get our customer up and running, you know, get them, you know, booking appointments through it. And then usually the next step for them is to get those integrations so that uh, you can get your purchase orders flowing through there. Uh, you can have your web hooks updating your WMS or whatever TMS mm-hmm. also, but just getting that information because what we do in our system is when you go to book an appointment, actually grabs the purchase order information and populates everything. So it makes it really quick for your customer mm-hmm. or carrier to, to book an appointment. And you can also validate against that. That's also another big thing that you make sure that the right stuff's coming in at the right time and the, the right customer is booking the right information. So there's a lot of like the, I guess, security permissions side of things on that side of things. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think it's like a, a smart thing, like you said, to, to get up and running and then figure out like, how do we take that further and, and expand that within the operation, which I think is, it, it makes a lot of sense too. I mean, I keep saying this, but you, you know, it's so true that, you know, everything that happens in the warehouse, I mean, it, it starts at the dock, right? I mean, yeah. essentially like you, you do the wrong count on an item, you're wrong. The count's wrong throughout the whole thing. You mix up a pallet with another skew by accident and it's like that all the way through. And, you know, it's hard to do anything when you kind of, kind of that garbage in garbage out type of thing that people say. Right. So, so I I mean, it's great that you're, you're focusing on, on that part. So, so what does the kind of future of data docs look like? Yeah, there's, it's, it's funny because we're, we're focusing on such a a small part of Mm -hmm. the whole supply chain or operations, whatever you want to look at it. And really at the end of the day, there's just so much more that we can do in this industry, in this niche vertical, I guess. There's there's a a pretty long roadmap of things, but really the big vision is to, again, open up more communication Mm -hmm. and get rid of, how how do we get rid of kind of like one-off, hey, there's this issue or getting rid of that communication back and forth with our clients and, and their customers that is like the, the focus in on this year. And we've got a couple of things that are in the works right now that we're going to be pushing out pretty soon of just like, it gives complete visibility to your whole team. Uh, the first step kind of what I touched on prior was the driver check-in portal. So driver can come in and they can either use a tablet that your team mounts somewhere, or they can mm-hmm. use QR code or whatever, and they can put in their information you can now ask that driver for certain information that gets saved to the appointment. Again, that can go webhooks into your WMS, so you don't have to double entry stuff. It now tells the team, this truck's on the property, and then you've got that two-way communication of it will be text message to them. They can text back and it goes in the platform. And now you have a whole history of what that communication looked like. If there wasn't any issues, you'll be able to have that noted somewhere. Anyone, you know, like your shift ends, let's say anyone can jump in and see where do we end off here? Mm. So that was like the first step to opening up a little more communication. And there's, there's some more exciting things that are coming down the pipeline. For that. 
All right. Well, we'll definitely be looking forward to those exciting things and hearing what's going on with Datadoc. So very interesting stuff with you here, Nick, today on on the show. And, you know, it's really interesting. And I think it's such a, a great area to, even though you said you're focused on a very specific small area within the operation, such an important area and then kind of the, that foundation to your, your operational flow. And I, I think it makes so much sense what you're doing to try and break down some of those communication silos and, and bring everything together and really give people accessibility and, and also the ability to, to move faster really and be more efficient um, and also safer at the same time, which I think is, is such a great underlying point there that you made today. So, so very interesting stuff about, data docs and appreciate you coming on the show and, and talking about it if people are interested in learning more about data docs what's the best way to do that yeah definitely if you go to datadocs.com you'll have all of our information there there's a lot of you know blog posts and, and resources of, of things that we've seen and that we've come across and then on top of that if you ever want to get a hold of us you can request some information or fire us off an email I'm one either myself or someone from our team and more than happy to jump on a call with you all right, great. And we'll definitely put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well so people can easily find it. So, Nick, thank you once again for coming on the show today. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Latte. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.